Act Three of The Wonder A Woman Keeps a Secret by Susanna Sentliver, edited by Augustine Daly. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Three, Scene One, The Street. Enter Gibby Left. Ah, this is bonny work indeed to run three hundred mile to this wicked tune and before i can well fill my ween to be sent a hunting after this black she-devil what gat shall i gang to spear for this witch now ah uh, for a ruling elder or a kirk's treasurer or his mon i'd gar my master mac twa this but i'm sure there's nae such honest people here or there would nae be some mickle skulduddery. Enter Violante, right. Ah, well, man, but I'm glad that ye and I are foregathered. What would the fellow have? Nothing a while, man, no worth your heart. What a muckle deal of mischief had you like bring upon poor Gibby? The man's drunk. In troth, I am not. And gin I have found you, ma'am, the laird knows when I should. For my master bade me ne'er gang aim without tidings of you, ma'am. Sirrah, get about your business, or I'll have your bones dropped. Good faith, my master, I e'en done that to your hoons, ma'am. Who is your master, sir? It's no so long you parted wi' him. I wish he ken you half as well as you ken him. Bah! the creature's mad or mistakes me for somebody else and i should be as mad as he to talk to him any longer exit into don pedro's house enter lissardo right so she's gone home i see what did that scotch fellow want with her i'll try to find it out perhaps i may discover something that may make my master friends with me again there you go ma'am a deal scope in your company, but I'm as wheeze as I was. But I'll bide and see was house it is, gin I can meet with any civil body to spear at. Turns and sees Lissardo cross his left. My lad, what your while lives in your hoose? Don Pedro de Mendoza. And did you see a lady going in but new? Yes, I did. And ye ken her tay? It was Donna Violente, his daughter. Aside. What the devil makes him so inquisitive? There is something in it, that's certain. Tis a cold morning, brother. What think you of a dram? In truth, very well, sir. You seem an honest fellow. Prithee, let's drink to our better acquaintance. Both going right. We owe my heart, sir. Gang ye get to the next hoose, and I'll follow ye. Come along, then. Exit right. Don Pedro de Mendoza. Donna Violante, his daughter. That's as right as my leg now. As need name air. I'll take a drink, and then to my maester. Exit right. Scene two. Donna Violante's apartments, same as in second act. Enter Isabella in a gay temper, 
left, and Violante, out of humor, right. My dear, I have been seeking you this half hour to tell you the most lucky adventure. <sighs> and you have pitched upon the most unlucky hour for it that you could possibly have found in the whole four and twenty. I have seen the man I like. And I have seen the man that I could wish to hate. Rises, crosses high. And you must assist me in discovering whether he can like me or not. Ah, you have assisted me in such a discovery already, I thank ye. What say you, my dear? <sighs> I say I am very unlucky at discoveries, Isabella. I have too lately made one pernicious to my ease. Your brother is false. Impossible. Most true. Some villain has traduced him to you. Oh, no, Isabella. I love too well to trust the eyes of others. I never credit the ill-judging world or form suspicions on vulgar censures. No, I had ocular proof of this ingratitude. <sighs> but tell me, Isabella, how can I serve you? Thus, then, the gentleman that brought me hither I have seen and talked with upon the Terrerio de Passa this morning, and I find him a man of sense, generosity, and good humor. In short, he is everything that I could like for a husband, and I have dispatched Mrs. Flora to bring him hither. I hope you'll forgive the liberty I have taken. Hither? To what purpose? To the great universal purpose, matrimony. Matrimony? Why, do you design to ask him? No, Violante, you must do that for me. <laughs> I thank you for the favor you design me, but desire to be excused. I manage my own affairs too ill to be trusted with those of other people. I can't for my life admire your conduct to encourage a person altogether unknown to you. Twas very imprudent to meet him this morning, but much more so to send for him hither, knowing what inconveniency you've already drawn upon me. I am not insensible how far my misfortunes have embarrassed you. Then do not deny me this last request, when a few hours, perhaps, may render my condition able to clear thy fame and bring my brother to thy feet for pardon. I suppose he knows you are the same woman that he brought in here last night? Not a syllable of that. I met him veiled, and to prevent his knowing the house, I ordered Mrs. Flora to bring him by the back door into the garden. The very way which Felix comes— if they should meet, there would be fine work. Indeed, my dear, I can't approve of your design. Enter Flora, left. Madam, the colonel waits your pleasure. How darest you go upon such a message, mistress, without acquainting me? So I am huffed for everything. Tis too late to dispute that now, dear Violante. I acknowledge the rashness of the action, but consider the necessity of my deliverance. Ah, oh, that indeed is a weighty consideration. Well, what am I to do? In the next room I'll give you instructions. In the meantime, Mrs. Flora, show the colonel into this. Exit Flora left, Isabella and Violante right. Flora opens door and beckons to Colonel Britton, who enters. The lady will wait on you presently, sir. Exit left. Very well. 
This is a very fruitful soil. I have not been here quite four and twenty hours, and I have three affairs upon my hands already. Re-enter Violante right, veiled. Colonel Britton aside. Ah, a fine-sized woman. Pray heaven she proves handsome. I am come to obey your ladyship's commands. Are you sure of that, Colonel? If you be not very unreasonable indeed, madam, a man is but a man. Takes her hand and kisses it. Nay, we have no time for compliments, Colonel. Did you ever see a woman in all your travels that you could like for a wife? Colonel Britton aside. A very odd question. Do you really expect that I should speak truth now? I do, if you expect to be dealt with, Colonel. Why, then, yes. Is she in your country, or this? Colonel Britton aside. This is a very pretty kind of catechism. In this town, I believe, madam. Her name is? I. How is she called, madam? Nay, I ask you that, sir. Oh, oh, why she is called, pray, madam, how is it you spell your name? Oh, Colonel, I am not the happy woman, nor do I wish it. Cross is right. No? I am sorry for that. Aside. What the devil does she mean by all these questions? Come, Colonel, for once be sincere. Perhaps you may not repent it. Faith, madam, I have an inclination to sincerity, but I am afraid you'll call my manners in question. Not at all. I prefer truth before compliment in this affair. Why, then, to be plain with you, madam, a lady last night wounded my heart by a fall from a window, whose person I could be content to take, as my father took my mother, till death do us part. But who she is, or how distinguished, whether maid, wife, or widow, I can't inform you. Perhaps you are she. Oh, not to keep you in suspense, I, I am not she. Crosses left but I can give you an account of her. That lady is a maid of condition, has ten thousand pounds, and if you're a single man, her person and fortune are at your service. I accept the offer, with the highest transports, but say, my charming angel, art thou not she? Offers to embrace her. Once again, Colonel, I tell you I am not she, but at six this evening, you shall find her on the Terriero de Passa with a white handkerchief in her hand. Get a priest ready, and you know the rest. I shall infallibly observe your directions, madam. Re-enter Flora left, hastily, and whispers Violante, who starts and seems surprised. Ha! Huh? Felix crossing the garden, you say? What shall I do now? You seem surprised, madam. Oh, Colonel, my father is coming hither, and if he finds you here, I am ruined. What's life, madam? Thrust me anywhere. Can't I go out this way? Crosses up left. No, no, no. He comes that way. Oh, how shall I prevent their meeting? Hesitates, advances a step, again stops in suspense, then resolutely. Here, here. Step into my bedchamber. And be still, as you value her you love. Don't stir till you've noticed, as ever you hope to have her. On that condition, I'll not breathe. Exit right. 
Violante places chair and sits in center, picks up a book and pretends to be absorbed in it. Flora sits and pretends to sleep, her head and arms on table. When Felix addresses Violante, she rouses Flora with some difficulty. Enter Felix. I wonder where this dog of a servant is all this while. But she is at home, I find. Aside. How coldly she regards me. You look, Violante, as if the sight of me were troublesome to you. Can I do otherwise? When you have the assurance to approach me after what I saw today? Assurance? Rather call it good nature, after what I heard last night. Pray, give me leave to ask your woman one question. My man assures me she was the person you saw at my lodgings. I confess it, madam, and ask your pardon. <gasps> Impudent baggage! Not to undeceive me sooner? What business could you have there? The Sardo and she, it seems, imitate you and me. She rises. I love to follow the example of my betters, madam. I hope I am justified. Violante crosses right. Since we are to part, Felix, there needs no justification. Methinks you talk of parting as a thing indifferent to you. Can you forget how I have loved? I wish I could forget my own passion. I should with less concern remember yours. But for Miss Flora... You must forgive her. Must, did I say? I fear I have no power to impose, though the injury was done to me. Cross is right. "'Tis harder to pardon an injury done to what we love than to ourselves. But at your request, Felix, I do forgive her. Go watch my father, Flora, lest he should awake and surprise us. "'Yes, madam.' Exit left. "'Dost thou then love me, Violante?' "'What need of repetition from my tongue when every look confesses what you ask?' Oh, let no man judge of love but those who feel it. What wondrous magic lies in one kind look? One tender word destroys a lover's rage and melts his fiercest passion into soft complaint. Oh, the window, Violante, wouldst thou but clear that one suspicion? Prithee, no more of that, my Felix. A little time shall bring thee perfect satisfaction. Re-enter Flora left hastily. Oh, madam, 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 my lord, your father has been in the house and locked the back door and comes muttering to himself this way. Then we are caught. Now, Felix, we are undone. Heaven forbid! This is most unlucky. Let me step into your chamber. There I must conceal myself. Runs to the door, right, and puts his hand on the doorknob. Violante follows him and draws him away, step by step. He keeps his eyes on the door. Pause. No, no, Felix. That's no safe place. My father often goes thither, and should you cough or sneeze, we are lost. Felix aside. Either my eye deceived me, or I saw a man within. 
I'll watch him close. Oh, invention, invention. I have it, madam. Here, here, sir. Off with your sword and hat, and I'll fetch you a disguise. Puts Felix's hat on table. Felix aside. She shall deal with the devil if she conveys him out without my knowledge. Bless me how I tremble. Re-enter Flora Wright with a disguised dress, a riding hood and skirt, old woman's dress. Now give me your hat. He does so. Now your gloves. He does so. Now your sword. Felix, his eyes on door. Uh, no, not my sword. Be sure you don't speak a word. Not for the Indies. Here, sir, put on this. Both assist him to disguise. Puts on dress. Felix tries to get into the front of gown, like pantaloons. Pedro without left. Why, how came the garden door open? Enter Don Pedro left. Ha! Huh, how now? Whom have we here? Tis my mother, and please you, sir. Felix and Flora curtsy. Your mother? By St. Andrew, she's a strapper. Why, you are a dwarf to her. How many children have you, good woman? Violante left, aside. Oh, if he speaks, we are lost. Oh, dear signor, she cannot hear you. She has been deaf these twenty years. Alas, poor woman. Why, you muffle her up as if she was blind, too. Turn up her hood. Violante aside. Undone, forever. St. Anthony forbid. Oh, sir, she has the dreadfulest unlucky eyes. Pray don't look upon them. I made her keep her hood shut on purpose. <laughs> eyes? Why, what's the matter with her eyes? My poor mother, sir, is much afflicted with the colic. What? Has she colic in her eyes? About two months ago, she had it grievously in her stomach, and was over-persuaded to take a dram of filthy English Geneva, which immediately flew up into her head and caused such a deflection in her eyes that she could never since bear the daylight. Say you so? Poor woman. Well, make her sit down, Violente, and give her a glass of wine. Let her daughter give her a glass below, sir. For my part, she has frightened me so. I shan't be myself these two hours. I am sure her eyes are evil eyes. Well, well, do so. Evil eyes. There are no evil eyes, child. Come along, mother. Crossing left. Goodbye. Take care how you go down, good woman. Felix stops to curtsy three times and stumbles over the threshold of the door. Flora re-enters almost immediately and gets Felix's hat and gloves, concealing them behind her coat again, Violante engaging her father's attention. Exit Felix and Flora. Left. Violante aside. <sighs> I'm glad he's gone. Hast thou heard the news, Violente? What news, sir? Why, 
Vasquez tells me that Don Lopez's daughter, Isabella, is run away from her father. Oh, he has very ill fortune with his children. Aside. Well, I'm glad my daughter has no inclination to matrimony. That my house is plagued with no suitors. This is the first word I ever heard of it. I pity her frailty. Well said, Violente. Next week I intend thy happiness shall begin. Violante aside. I don't intend to stay so long. Thank you, Papa. My lady abbess writes word she longs to see thee, and has provided everything in order for thy reception. Re-enter Flora left. Thou wilt lead a happy life, my girl. Fifty times before that of matrimony, where an extravagant coxcomb might make a beggar of thee, or an ill-natured surly dog break thy heart. Flora left aside. Break her heart? She had as good have her bones broke as to be a nun. I am sure I had rather of the two. You are wondrous kind, sir, but if I had such a father, I know what I would do. Why, what would you do, minx? Huh? Flora crosses to him. I would tell him I had as good a right and title. You would, mistress. Who the devil doubts it? You were enough to spoil your lady housewife if she had not abundance of devotion. Fie, Flora! Are you not ashamed to talk thus to my father? You said yesterday you would be glad to go with me into the monastery. Did I? I told a great lie, then. She go with thee? No, no, she's enough to corrupt the whole convent. Well, child, remember what I said to thee. Next week I am going into the country for two or three days to settle some affairs with thy uncle, and when I return will provide for thy happiness, child. Goodbye, Violente. Take care of thyself. Exit Don Pedro and Violante left. Flora watches them off. So, now for the colonel. Hist! Hist! Colonel! Re-enter Colonel Britton, right. Is the coast clear? Yes, if you can climb, for you must get over the wash-house and jump from the garden wall into the street. Nay, nay, I don't value my neck, if my incognita answers but thy lady's promise. Exit Colonel Britton and Flora, right. Re-enter Felix, left. I have lain Purdue under the stairs, till I watched the old man out. Violante opens the door, left. Tis death I am prevented. Goes up to observe. Re-enter Violante, left. Now to set my prisoner at liberty. She takes four steps stealthily, starts, turns, and looks left. Felix, watching her, advances to right. Pause. Violante then goes to door where the colonel was hid. Uh, sir, sir, you may appear. Felix, who has been following her up to the door, seizes her and turns her over to left. Treacherous woman! Violante aside. Felix, here! Then all is discovered. Felix draws, turns Violante to left. Villain, whoever thou art, come out! I charge thee, 
and take the reward of thy villainous errand violante aside what shall i say nothing but the secret which i have sworn to keep can reconcile this quarrel a coward nay then i'll fetch you out think not to hide thyself no by saint anthony an altar should not protect thee exit right violante aside defend to be heaven what shall i do i must discover isabella or here will be murder sinks into chair overpowered re-enter flora quickly with a gliding step throwing her hands up in joy i have helped the colonel off clear madam exit with a quick sidestep sayst thou so my girl then i am armed sits cinder with her eyes riveted on felix and laughing at him as he re-enters right Violante bursts into a loud fit of laughter and points at him in derision as he rushes on with his back to audience. Pause. He turns from her in amazement, then turns to her again. Where has the devil, in compliance to your sex, conveyed him from my resentment? Him? <laughs> Whom do you mean, my dear inquisitive spark? <laughs> Will you never leave these jealous whims? <laughs> Will you never cease to impose upon me? You impose upon yourself, my dear. Do you think I did not see you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and resolved to put this trick upon you. <laughs> Imitates her manner of crossing right. Trick, trick, trick. <laughs> yes trick i knew you'd take the hint and soon relapse into your wanted air <laughs> how easily your jealousy is fired i shall have a blessed life with you <laughs> was there nothing in it then but only to try me won't you believe your eyes my eyes no nor my ears nor any of my senses for they have all deceived me crosses to right the moment a man lets a woman know her conquest he resigns his senses and sees nothing but what she'd have him and as soon as a woman finds her love returned she becomes as errant a slave as if she had already said yes at the altar the priest violante would dissipate those fears which cause these quarrels when wilt thou make me happy to-morrow i will tell thee crosses right they meet centre but leave me now lest some accident should bring my father to-morrow then fly swift ye hours and bring to-morrow on kisses her hand to-morrow we shall meet to part no more oh rapturous sounds do thou like me each doubt and fear remove and all to come be confidence and love exit felix left violante right curtain end of act three